to another episode of the Hugo Girls Podcast. I'm your co-host, Maddie, and this week I'm hosting mental health advocate and young entrepreneur, Kennedy Harris. Kennedy is an alum of Butler University, where she began her own planner design company, Live Inspired, where a portion of every purchase is donated to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Kennedy is truly such a light, and I cannot wait for all of you to hear her story and why she began Live Inspired. Without further ado, let's jump right into the interview. Hi, Kendi. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Maddie? I'm good. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so excited to have you. And I know our viewers are too. I've told a couple of listeners, um, just like personal friends and stuff that you're coming on the show and have kind of sent out your um, Instagram and social media and your business and that kind of thing around. (laughs) But for everyone who doesn't know you and doesn't know who you are, can you give us a little bit of background on who you are, where you're from, all of that? Yeah, absolutely. So it's nice to meet you guys, kind of. Uh, (laughs) My name's Kennedy. Um, I graduated from Butler University in Indianapolis in 2019. Um, When I was there, I studied marketing and um, I struggled with my mental health a lot. And that's kind of how my business started. So I'm a big advocate for mental health and suicide prevention and um, have a creative creative side to me. And so I took that creativity to um, fuel my passion for mental health and um, launch my business, Live Inspired, where I create planners and uh, mental health art to um, raise money and awareness for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So that's that's, awesome. that's me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's great. So I, I know you kind of touched on it a little bit, but do you mind diving a little bit deeper into why you began Live Inspired? Yeah, absolutely. So I was a huge planner addict in college. I like lived by my hourly planner Mm -hmm. and um, I started creating my own planner on the side where I would just kind of like create every day, just kind of have my own like, um, I don't know, time to relax a little bit. And all my friends kept messaging me and were like, oh my gosh, can you make us a planner? Like, it's so cute, blah, blah, blah. And never really thought much of it um, until my senior year when I was um, the president for the organization on campus that raises money for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. That was a tongue tie <laughs> or mouthful. But <laughs> um, so I had a personal goal to raise $5,000. And I literally had no idea how I was going to do that. And one of my friends, like we were just sitting in our living room chatting one day and she was like, why don't you like create planners and sell them and you can like donate some of it to AFSP. And I was like, you know what? Okay. That's, that's a great idea. And I'm the type of person when I have an idea, I run with it. So literally Two seconds later, I was Googling how to start a business, and that's kind of how Live, Insta- Live Inspired started. So really was just kind of like a side hustle, still is kind of a side thing, and I never really imagined continuing it until um, we sold out of our inventory within four days the first year. So I knew it was something bigger than I had anticipated, and this year we're hoping to donate $15,000. So Oh my gosh. Really cool how it's grown. <laughs> That's incredible. That's so cool. So you say you said it was a side hustle, still a side hustle. What do you do full time, and how do you manage kind of doing both Live Inspired and what you do full time? Yeah. So full time, I'm in sales. So I work for a software company that sells software to nonprofits that help with their fundraising. So my passion for nonprofits is still there, which is so awesome. I get to talk to so many different nonprofits during the day. 
Um, and then really I just use my downtime and after work hours to kind of fulfill orders and um, work on my website or blog posts or social media, literally whatever. So I kind of just fit it into my day wherever I can. I always joke with my friends that my office hours are like 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. for them inspired, <laughs> especially during um, the time of year where I start shipping orders. That gets a little crazy, but my boss is super awesome. Elliot, if you're listening to this, thank you for being my number one supporter. He literally, my last year, he like sold me out of one of my stickers because he's just that oh, awesome yeah. and supports me and everything. So I'm lucky to have a really good company to work for that lets me fit into my, my day and take time when I need to for it. So, yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's awesome. I know that kind of having a side hustle, cause that's what this podcast is for me, at least, cause I'm a full-time student right now. And I know that if it's something you're passionate about, then you make time for it. So that's really cool that you've continued this even after graduating, after you hit your 5,000 dollar goal for um, the fundraiser. So that's that's just incredible. If you don't mind me asking, um, do you mind talking a little bit more about like your mental health at the point where you started um, Live Inspired and a little bit before and um, if it had any implications into, I guess, where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm an open book about my mental health because I truly feel like sharing my story, I, I never know who it could help. So um, I guess my mental health really started taking a toll in high school, but at the time I didn't even know that was kind of like what I was struggling with. I never really was like around people who talked about mental health. Um, it's still kind of in society is a little taboo to talk about sometimes. Mm -hmm. So like, I didn't even know, I didn't even think to myself like, oh, I struggle with my mental health. But uh, regardless, I like kind of just pushed through and um, people encouraged me to kind of just, you know, um, go to college, things will get better. Um, and for me, they did my freshman year. My freshman year was probably one of the best years of my life. Um, made some awesome friends, um, just was having a great time at Butler. And um, then my sophomore year is really where my health just took a toll. Um, and I, I just... I bottled everything up and I, I was the person who was always happy and I was the person who was always making other people happy. So I couldn't show other people that I was struggling. So I always smacked on a smile, you know, and even some like my family and some of my closest friends didn't even know that I was struggling as badly as I was, but it got to a really bad point and I just, I couldn't get out of bed and I found no motivation and I wasn't happy with what my major was at the time. And, um, there was just so many things going on in my life. And I just, I truly couldn't see past like the darkness that I was experiencing. And like, it's it, depression and anxiety are a difficult, difficult battle. But um, I got to the point where I just, I truly thought that like this world would be better off without me. And um, I attempted to take my own life. Um, and luckily, obviously I'm still here. So my friends found me at just the perfect time, but um I'm looking back, like, so thankful that, like, they helped me get the help that I needed. And um, now I'm, like, not afraid of, you know, going to therapy or taking medication. Um, I look at it more as a strength than a weakness. I mean, it takes a lot of courage to kind of speak up and get help. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I just got to the point in my mental health journey where I was like, okay, like, I went through all of this and there's other people 
that like, I don't know who are going through this, but if I speak out, maybe they'll feel comfortable like coming to me and I can get them the resources they need. So I became certified to detect warning signs in suicide. Um, and then just through my experience with um, working on campus to be a mental health advocate, um, lots of people felt comfortable reaching out to me and um, stuff like that. So that's kind of where, um, that's the point of my life where I started the business. And then from there, um, it's kind of just, it's been so inspiring because I, sometimes it's hard because, you know, running a business, there's so many ups and downs. And like, some days I feel like a complete failure and I'm like, this is going nowhere. Like, why did I do this? I'm just going to quit now. But um, then I get a message from someone that places an order and says, thank you so much for like what you're doing. Like you have no idea how much this planner has helped me and my mental health or someone else that's saying, you know, I lost my son to suicide. Um, so thank you for like the important work you're doing. So those encouraging messages just really keep me going and um, give me a reason to keep doing what I'm doing and spreading the, spreading the love to other people. Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> incredible. So first off, thank you for opening up and being vulnerable on the show. I know it's a hard thing to do, especially when you're not on your own platform or when you don't know who's listening to it. So um, I really respect you a lot for doing that. And I know that our listeners um, also feel the same way. So thank you. Uh, yeah. But also, so how did you, because that's a very big drastic turn um, in terms of going from being in a really negative state in terms of mental health and being depressed and not being at a good point in your life to then flipping it and saying, okay, no, actually I am going to um, become certified to detect early onset warning signs of suicide, or I am going to become involved on campus and be a mental health advocate, or I am going to start this company. Where was that flip? And was it overnight? Was it something that you worked through through therapy? Was it something you talked about your friends? Because I know for a lot of our listeners, um, sometimes people might be in this current state that you were in at that point in your life. So I guess like tell us a little bit about your story and then a little bit of advice that you would give to someone who was in the same mental state you were in before you created Live Inspired. Yeah, I I wish I could say it was just like a flip of a switch and I was fine. Um, but, you know, that's kind of the beautiful thing about mental health. Like I'm still on my journey and like I'm learning and growing every single day and um, I'm still in therapy. There's no like real like something that went wrong in my life that I started therapy again, I just was like, you know what, it's, I need to start taking care of my mental health and like mm -hmm. processing through things and feelings that I had. So I'm still on that journey. But um, for me, really what it was, was having, finding people that I truly, truly knew could support me. Um, and I know I have a lot of great friends that wanted to support me, but just didn't know how. Um, so really finding those people that like knew how to support me in the way I needed. Um, sometimes they were just afraid to talk to me, um, saying the wrong things or something. But one thing that I wanted them to all understand is I'm still Kennedy. I just, I'm just going through a lot. And like, I don't want you to treat me like I'm something like fragile because I'm not um, still the same person. Um, so really just ha finding people who could like be there for me was so important. Um, another thing was just cutting out the things that were so toxic to me that kind of led me down that path. So 
one thing I, I was super unhappy with my major I was biology and neuroscience and like it just was Ooh. not it was not the path yeah. for me and I was just so I'm I'm a perfectionist and I I hate failing um I want to be perfect in everything so like for me to be failing it took such a toll on my health and um it was really hard for me to come to the realization that like you know, like I don't have to do that just because that's always what I thought I needed to do or something. Um, so just changing things that weren't making me happy, um, you know, cutting out relationships that were super toxic or um, cutting people out of my life that, you know, didn't didn't want to be there for me because I had mental health. Sadly, there are people like that out there and that sucks, but that just shows that those aren't the people for you. Um yeah, I don't know. Just continuing therapy has really helped me. Uh, I think the thing that's helped me the most is my medication. Um, and I'm still sometimes like, ugh, I wish I didn't have to take medicine to like make me happy or whatever. But, you know, it's really not like a bad thing. If, if it makes me better then like, fine, like that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Like, it sucks that like, I have to take it every day or whatever. And if I miss a few days, I get back to like a really depressive state, but, um, I'm all for like doing whatever you need to for your, for yourself and, um, just taking care of yourself and finding things that truly make you happy and like focusing on those and, um, just learning more about yourself and growing from that. So yeah. I don't know if that really answered yeah, all your questions. No, that, that really did. And I also, I really like how you discuss a little bit about medication and that, that part of it, because I feel like so often in our society, people are like, go to therapy, figure it out. Like don't get on meds. And that's almost like a very taboo thing. And, um, at least for me, like with people in my life who I know who have been through therapy and it might not work if not in collaboration with medication as well. It's like, if you have a heart problem, and you have to take medication for your heart problem and you don't take it, it's obviously going to get worse. And there's not taboo around like taking that medication to make your heart better, you know? So it's like, why is there this weird stigma against taking medication to help your overall health? Because like mental health is such a form of how, like it's the most important form of health aside from physical health, you know? And it's like, there shouldn't be that stigma with it. Um, and so I really, I appreciate you voicing that just because I feel like a lot of our listeners and a lot of people, um, around our age in college recently graduated from college, especially, um, almost feel this sense of like guilt over it or like kind of feel crazy about telling people. So, um, I really appreciate that as well. Like that's huge. And so, um, I don't know, kind of switching gears a little bit. So you took this event that happened in your life and you said, okay, these are steps I'm going to take to change. And these are steps I'm going to take to, um, maybe improve my mental health a little bit. And then you decided, okay, well now I'm going to begin live inspired because I need to raise money for, um, a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. Was that like, did you have any business background? I know that you were a marketing major. Is that why you decided to become a marketing major after, after deciding that, maybe your old majors weren't for you. Um, I guess like, how did you start that career? Yeah, I had no experience in business. (laughs) I mean, I had like literally just started my major in marketing and I wanted to go into wedding planning. So I really like the classes I was taking weren't really 
So I had just gotten back from studying abroad not that long ago. And so when I studied abroad was my first semester in business. And when you're abroad, you don't really <laughs> take classes. So yeah, like I didn't really, <laughs> I went to Rome, Italy. So, oh, I, miss wait. It. That's uh, so cool. <laughs> I miss it so much every day. Um, but it's so cool. I've been to 23 countries now. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. My goal was to travel to one country every like year I've been alive. I'm now 24. So I'm lagging but you know COVID so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was supposed to be in the Czech Republic right now so oh no COVID maybe one day like, yeah <laughs> exactly we can go anyway. together one day <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so I really didn't have like much business background you know stuff here and there um I was the um like social media person for my sorority at the time and I I remember when they elected me that position and I was so mad I was like why the heck am I in charge of social media like I know nothing about this like I I don't know and they were like no like you're so creative blah blah but I never viewed myself as a creative person until live inspired really Mm -hmm. and like I never knew I had like this creative ability or whatever I just kind of like I don't know. I just never really knew that until people like pointed it out. They're like, no, like I, I can't do that. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> and so I've like explored that more, but no business. I, you just have to start like, literally that's why I Googled. I was just like, okay, how, how do I print a planner? I have no idea. Like what paper do I use? I don't know. Like what, <laughs> how do you, what, what do I design this on? What, like I knew nothing. And I still know like maybe half of the things I should know. <laughs> like taxes don't even get me started. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but you just like, if you are passionate about something and you want to do something, like don't let all the like tiny details hold you back. Like just start. Like that is the thing that's kind of helped me. And that's, you know, that's still what I kind of play by now is like, yeah, I started this business, but there's stuff where I want to like expand. So I'm like, okay, like, let's just do it. Like, let's figure out all the details as you go. Like, yeah, you're going to mess up. Yeah. Things aren't going to go smoothly, but that's how you learn and how you grow. And, um, truly some of those like failures along the way have, have been what's helped my business the most. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, yeah, literally knew nothing about business. So yeah, (laughs) if anyone can, or if I can do it, anyone can do it. Well, that's like, that's a good thing to hear because I feel like sometimes people are just like, I don't even know how to start. So they just don't, you know? So it's, it's really cool that you were like, okay, like we're just going to figure it out along the way. And you had those obstacles and you overcame them and you're still learning and still growing. And that's, that's awesome. So with those obstacles, what was like the biggest one that you encountered and like, how did you, I guess, figure it out? Ooh, biggest one. Jeez, I have so many. Uh, (laughs) um, These are more like specific to like my business, but I know finding vendors was like so hard for me and it still is. Like I, finding the right company to help me print them was like the, I look back and look at the first planner I came out with and I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's the quality that I sold these at. Like those are crap. Like how did people buy them? And then like, I see like the glow up of like where they're at now. And it's like, you know, it's a process, but like if I would have waited until I found the perfect vendor, I still wouldn't be, you know, I still wouldn't have launched my business. Like, yeah, I love the vendor I'm with now, but you know, I'm sure there's better ones out there or, you know, something 
that's different, but you just have to like work with what you got now. And, um, you know, I, I had some issues along the way and like, (laughs) they made me want to pull my hair out and just like, be like, nope, done. But (laughs) you know, you just have to kind of push through those and, and not let them hold you back and just look at it as an opportunity to grow. And like, as a, someone young and like, just starting out, like I'm going to mess up and I'm going to learn things. So it's just, it's cool. Cause people kind of give you a little grace. Like people are like, okay, like you just started out. You probably didn't know. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I use that to my advantage a little, but, <laughs> but no. yeah, I, I would say vendors is hard. I still like, I'm looking for vendors for other things, other like uh, avenues in my business. And it's, it's tough, but, and it's hard cause you can't really ask other people. Cause that's almost like a, a trade secret but like it's hard to like ask other people like I can't just call up another planner business and be like yes can you tell me who you use as your vendor and (laughs) like what paper you use like that's the hard thing like and that's the thing people don't realize like you have to do a lot of research like I spent months months and months and months researching um on like all this stuff so it's not as easy as it seems but it's so worth it yeah (laughs) <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I completely get that, especially when starting in Huga Girls, I was like, I think I recorded on voice memos and I, <laughs> I, my, our cover art was like, I made it in word and I screenshot it. And <laughs> I was like, Oh, we'll figure it out. And it was so funny. My co-host Emma actually posted something the other day and she's like the glow up, like we got another like cover art. And I was like, Oh goodness, that's not even the first one. The first one was but I completely get that and it is a lot of like you said almost trade secrets so what were some of the resources that helped you along the way I guess um in terms of starting your business and then like growing your business yeah um I mean just leaning in on the experts so I rely heavily on the vendors I use and they probably are like oh my gosh this lady but I ask them (laughs) any and every question. I'm like, okay, like you're the expert. This is my vision. This is what I want is like, can I do that? And like, how do I do that? And like, is, I mean, like, is this paper better or is this paper better? Like, you know, like they're the experts, they know what they're talking about. So it's okay to like kind of lean in on them a little bit, but, um, Google was my best friend starting out, you know, just Mm -hmm. learning, like there's blogs out there and people out there just kind of laying out the groundwork but um really my biggest way I've grown is just kind of like listening to like my audience I have a um so little small business hack if any of you listening have a small business I use my close friends story on Instagram um as like a business tool so um on like my personal Instagram I added people who wanted to be added to be on like the behind the scenes um, of Live Inspired. And so I use that. I add people to that who will answer honestly to any and all questions I have. It's been like literally the best thing about, uh, like, it's so helpful because they will tell me straight up, like what they want, what they don't want. Sometimes I like create something. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to go viral. Like everyone's going to love this. <laughs> and then I post like another option where I'm like, oh, this one sucks, but let's just see people hype me up about this other one. And then everyone's like, no, this other one's so much better. I'm like, okay, well, glad I asked because yeah. I clearly don't know. <laughs> so 
Um, just leaning in on my peers and like people who actually buy my product and like are excited about my mission and things like that has been super, super cool. Um, so just candid feedback. I'm always looking for feedback. Um, so uh, I would say two takeaways. I know I ramble a lot, but <laughs> two no, takeaways are <laughs> leaning in on your experts that you work with and um, leaning in on, you know, your, your target audience. Yeah. I was going to say, especially I've never even considered the close friend story thing, but that's awesome because you're almost creating your like, it's like a little sample group of your target market and you're yeah. like, okay, let me know like what I should do. That's, that's so cool. They're my fangirls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, write me up, please. <laughs> yes, exactly. I literally ramble on there all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this just happened. Like I'm going to quit. And then they're like, no, like you're awesome. I'm like, okay, yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. So Kind of going back to um, as someone who started a business in college, which is absolutely insane. Um, what advice would you give to someone, I guess, a young entrepreneur who isn't sure if they're ready? Because like you said, like, if you can do it, anyone can. But like, what advice would you say to kind of push them towards that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people starting businesses, which is so awesome. Um, but I've seen a lot of them kind of burn out. And I think um, sometimes you have to weigh like why you're doing this. So like for me, it, it truly was just to raise money for suicide prevention. Like I had no intentions of like keeping any money or like doing this again or anything like that. And like my intentions were purely for suicide prevention. And so still to this day, like I still don't pay myself. I donated it all to suicide prevention or to reinvesting for the next year. But um, like, that is my why. And that will always be my why for some people, when they're starting out, it's like, I need an extra income, which is totally fine. Like you can do that. But when you like have that as your, your only why and your core why, I feel like it's hard to keep going and keep being motivated year and year after year. So I would say like, if you're starting out, and you're like serious about wanting to do it, like understand your why behind it. And like, what, what are you trying to fulfill? And like, what, what can you offer that is different than the rest? So really understanding like who you want to be as a business and, um, you know, go from there. So for me, it was, I just want to be a mental health advocate. Like I want, I want to help other people. Um, so every single decision I make in my business is to do that. Um, and like, because I'm so passionate about that and my passion for that will literally never, never go away. Um, I know that this business can continue because as long as you have passion there, you will have the drive to keep going and um, keep doing it. So um, start with your why, but just, you know, don't overthink it. Like seriously don't, because if you do, you'll scare yourself away from all the what ifs or um, yeah. And I, I know I struggle with being scared of failing and I still, still struggle with that. I'm like, oh my gosh, does everyone think I'm failing? I think I'm failing, like blah, blah. But just try to like separate yourself from those thoughts because they're not true. And if you get in that mindset, you're just going to fog your whole mindset of everything. And it's really going to hinder your ability to keep growing. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, 
Love that. And I, I'm going to ask you a little bit of a job interview question. I hate this question when people <laughs> ask me, but oh we talked about it and you were talking about failing and stuff. Um, what is your biggest failure that you would consider and what did you learn from it? And that can be business related. That can be mental health related. That can be friends, college, whatever. I know that's a on the spot question for you. Like I said, I don't like being asked that question, but I feel like you always get to know a lot about a person when they respond. So that is a good one. Um, Ooh, geez. I'm trying to think of which area of my life I want to focus on. So many different failures. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Let me think. Um, crap. I just ruined the flow of this. No, you're so fine. We can also like keep going and circle back to it. If that is helpful. Yeah. Let me think on that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So one other question, just like kind of related to um, your business a little bit, the phrase live inspired that you chose as the name for your business, what inspired you (laughs) to um, choose that name for your business? And was that something that like, it's a phrase that you've always loved or I guess, how did that come about? Yeah. I remember like trying to come up with names and I knew I wanted it to be something like inspirational. <laughs> and um, I, I remember thinking like I was going to call it hope because like I felt like this was like a beacon of hope for suicide prevention or something mm-hmm. like that. And then like I was like, ah, I don't know, like that's a person's name. Like that doesn't seem like it could like go well on a planner. I don't know how I ended up with Live Inspired. I almost want to say someone helped me with that. I really wish I remembered, but it had nothing to do with like anything in particular. I just remember like writing down 10 million different names and like, that's what I came up with. Um, I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. I like it. People always say live inspired. I'm like, it's live, but yeah, it's fine. (laughs) So that's the only like downfall of it, I guess. But other than that, yeah. Um, nothing super fancy to come up with that. (laughs) Yeah, it was hard though. I remember like, it's like naming a child. I was like, ooh, like stuck like with that name. So like, yikes. (laughs) And once you, once you kind of declare that name, you're like, okay, well, like it's a little business. Like no one's really going to think much of it, but it's like, you can't go back now, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about changing it at one point because I thought I was, I was worried I was going to get into legal issues. Once I started, like once I decided I wanted to grow it, I was like, I never even thought about looking to see if this is like another business's name, like, (laughs) because I wasn't going to grow it, but luckily we, uh, we're good there. (laughs) Yeah. You, you came out on top. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I have another kind of hard question for you. So, but I feel like you can kind of interpret it however you want. Um, but something on the show that we try to do when we're like kind of wrapping up with guests a little bit, um, towards the end of the podcast is, we started off by saying, okay, like, give us one thing you want our audience to know. And people would be like, okay, one thing, like, I can do that. But specifically for you and because of um, your background and because of your company and everything like that, um, I kind of wanted to alter that a little bit and say, what is your best tip for making the world a better place? Oh, I love that question. Um, My best tip is just, you know, it's, it's so hard because mental health, like you truly don't know what someone else is experiencing. Like 
I mean, take me as an example, like some of my best friends didn't even know I was struggling. Like I always put on this front. Um, and so when you're interacting with someone, you truly, truly have no idea what's going on in their, in their home life and their, you know, personal life and their, in their headspace. Like, so just always like treat people like with like the respect and kindness that you, you want. And I know it's so much easier said than done, but like, just try to like take a, if someone says something snarky or mean to you, just kind of like take a breath and like give yourself a moment to chill and be like, okay, like that's, that's not um, a representation of me. Like that's a representation of them and like they're going through their own thing. So like me being negative back is not going to help anyone. So just try to like, you know, be the better person. And um, I know sometimes when I like, and don't like, I, I hate like the whole like kill them with kindness like don't be fake and like yeah. just be nice to you know make them mad but like I've had some instances where like people are like being rude and I like kind of like am polite back and nice back and they're like you know I'm so sorry like I was just so out of place like I'm just going through a lot right now and it's it's like you know like if I would have replied negatively, like that would have made my day worse. That would have made their day worse. Like no one would have been better off in that situation. So just always treating people the way like you would want that, you know, life motto, but like always treat people the way you want to be treated. And like, just understand that people are going through their own things. And yeah. 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 (laughs) It's like the golden rule that you're taught from a young age, you know, but I feel like sometimes, especially in college and um, post-grad and everything, people start to kind of become a little bit self-consumed and they're like, well, I have this going on. So it was annoying that this person treated me this way, or this person said this to me. And, um, I mean, I always like talk about with my friends, like, first of all, you never know what's going on behind closed doors, but more importantly, you never know what's going on inside someone's head. So I like that. I, I like that too. (laughs) Um, so another little kind of wrap up question, but if roles were reversed for a second and, um, you were me, what question would you have asked yourself that I haven't asked you yet? Oh, whoa. That's a good question. (laughs) Um, you know, I think uh, maybe you did kind of ask this already, but like, I would have asked like, just like tips for anyone out there who is struggling. And I just want to like talk to you if you're listening and you are struggling or um, going through a hard time, like you're not alone. Like there are so many people that want to help you. And um, I know me personally, when I was struggling, I thought that I was, you know, screaming to the world, like someone help me, like I'm in pain. Um, But in reality, my like warning signs were just so minimal that people just, you know, thought, oh, like that was weird, but like didn't think much of it. And so if you're that person and you see something going on with someone, no matter how small it is, like, don't be afraid to ask them if, if they're okay, or, um, don't be afraid to ask if, if you truly think that they are suicidal, that ask them straight up, like, are you considering suicide? And you'd be surprised. Like I, all I wanted was someone just to ask me, like, are you okay? Like, you know, everyone says like, how are you? Blah, blah. But like, I wanted someone to just look at me and notice like something's not right. I need to help her. Um, so if you are struggling, like, don't be afraid. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about this, but (laughs) don't be afraid to like reach out 
to someone you trust. I know it's so hard, but there's even resources out there. There's um, the crisis text line. You can text a number and it's um, free and confidential help. I know I texted that so often. Um, there's a suicide hotline or, you know, just talk to a friend or a family member that you trust um, and don't be afraid to, you know, get the help that you need. And um, it's, it's really strong to keep going. And um, I know I always struggled with like, I just couldn't see to the next day, but looking back, I am, there's so many moments of my life where I look back and I'm just so glad that I kept fighting for another day because this world truly would be different without some of the impacts that I've been able to make on this world. And, you know, those yeah. wouldn't happen if I, if I wasn't here. So keep yeah. fighting for another day. Absolutely. You've got this. I, I love, I love that because kind of circling back to my interview question, one of the reasons I wanted to ask you that question was, it was a little bit of a trick question. Um, <laughs> I wanted to see what the response was that was prompted because um, I feel like for a lot of people showing, kind of showing their headspace a little bit of where they're at, um, I love how you can tell that you are in such a different headspace just by you saying, oh, I don't know. I don't know what my biggest failure was because you didn't even hesitate in saying my biggest failure was my attempt at taking my own life. Like that didn't even cross your mind. And like you said at the beginning of this episode, like that's something that while your mental health and your negative mental health was obviously terrible while you were going through it and while you're still on this journey and everything you now consider it a strength, almost in a sense, and you don't consider it a failure and you don't consider it a weakness. And I think that that is so inspiring because I feel like at least as being someone who has struggled with mental health as well and having friends who are also have been in that headspace before, it's so hard when you're in that headspace because you do see it as a failure and you do Mm -hmm. see it as a weakness. And um, I think it's incredible that you can, you did, that didn't even cross your mind and that you were like, no, it is, it is a strength now. Can you kind of elaborate a little bit on that just to kind of close this out on why, why you now see it as a strength and not a weakness? Yeah. Wow. I, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, yeah, that's so true. And I didn't even realize that, but I truly do like I, as hard as my like darkest days were, and I wish those on nobody. Um, and don't get me wrong. I still have some really bad days, but like as hard as my hardest days are, I am so thankful for them because they made me so much stronger and they made me get out of, you know, friendships or relationships that were just not good for me. And otherwise I would have kept, kept and still, you know, had that like emotional abuse in my life or, um, you know, my mental health and my journey is something so beautiful. And I think that everyone's story and everyone's journey is just something to be celebrated. Like you, you conquered so much and you went through so much and came out on the other side and you are so much stronger because of that. So yeah, like I, I may have been like in a really, really bad state, but I am now like living out my purpose in my life and like sharing my story. And I look at my story as something beautiful because it can touch other people and it can save other people's lives. Like you literally never know who it could touch. So, um, I'm 
really think as weird as it sounds, but I'm really thankful that I went through what I did because it's really opened my eyes to other people's pain um, and opened my eyes to what I'm capable of and made me realize to truly never give up. Yeah, no, I, I love that because it's, it's like, I mean, it's terrible what you went through, obviously. And, but now it's like, you have that insight. And now that you've been trained to know those warning signs, not only have you just been trained, you've also been there, you've been on the other side of it. And like you said, you are living out your purpose and um, who knows, like you are potentially saving lives just in your day-to-day life because of what you've gone through and how you've grown from it. So Thank you for sharing your story and being vulnerable with us. I know that for a lot of people, it is kind of a taboo topic and it can be hard and it can be emotional. And um, so I really appreciate you being on the podcast today. If our listeners want to find you personally, if they want to find um, Live Inspired, if they want to know more about your story or your company, where can they do so? Yeah, um, my business Instagram is shop live inspired. Um, and then the website's just shoplivinspired.com. Um, feel free to follow me on my own Insta. If you want to be on my close friends, let me know. <laughs> Always grow in that. But my own Insta is just Kennedy Harris. I think it has three ends. Um, but yeah, looking forward to connecting with you guys. If you ever need, seriously, any of you listeners, I know you don't know me and I don't know you, but if you ever need anyone to talk to or just be there to listen, I'm I'm there for you. So feel free to reach out. (laughs) Great. Well, thank you so much for being on Huga Girls today. It was so great talking to you and getting to know you. And yeah, just thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Maddie. This was so awesome. Yeah, of course. Well, guys, that wraps up another episode of the Hookah Girls podcast. Another week, another Monday, another incredible guest. If you guys are interested in any of Kennedy's planners or stickers or anything like that, make sure to go to shopliveinspired.com and enter promo code HUGA15 at checkout. That's H-Y-G-G-E-1-5 at checkout for 15% off. And with that being said, we'll be back with another episode for you guys next Monday. And until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay Stay Huga. Bye, guys.